Hello and welcome to Against the Grain, a podcast centered around self-exploration, leadership, lifestyle change, and soul-driven success. I'm your host, change advocate and coach, Louise Fuster, here to help you expand your capacity to adapt to change and move with momentum towards leading your life your way. Join me as we explore what it takes to cultivate a strong sense of self, lead from the heart, and boldly pursue change as a choice. This podcast will help you think, act, and live differently, giving you the green light to make meaningful shifts that feed your soul and ultimately shape your own success. Your life is yours to lead. You are capable of incredible things. And this podcast is your reminder. Hello, hello, and welcome to the second episode of this three-part mini-series. If you get stuck wondering if now is the best time to pursue change, then stick around because on today's episode, I'm continuing where I left off, which is sharing the next five telltale signs that scream, it's time to bite the bullet and make a shift. If you haven't yet listened to part one, where I revealed the first five signs, then make sure you go back to that episode, which is episode six, and check out the gold nuggets contained. All right, let's jump straight into this. The first sign for today, a sign it's time to make a change, is when your life lacks purpose. Okay, so this is an interesting one and something I've experienced myself when I was working the dream job, flying around the world, working just four shifts a month and lounging by a pool the other 20 days. You see, you could be living the dream in someone else's eyes, but if you are lacking a sense of purpose in what you are doing, what is it even for? If what you're doing is not bringing you meaning or giving you any internal fulfillment, there's only so long you can continue before you feel the desire to ditch that to make a difference. Stop spending your energy in ways that aren't contributing to how you want to ultimately feel. Stop wasting your time doing things that have no relevance to where you want to end up. Instead, find something that engages you, that provides you with a sense of purpose, something you actually care about, and something that moves beyond the self. When your life lacks purpose, it negatively affects your well-being on all levels, physical, mental, even spiritual and social. Having a sense of purpose helps you prioritize your life and yourself. It allows you to walk away from certain people, situations, jobs, activities that don't align, and then you can go forth and make change for the better. You might be feeling like I once was, in receivership of something impressive, society's version of what success looks like, yet not gaining anything internally rewarding from it. If this is you, try answering this two-part question. What in particular am I doing that feels very surface level, where I don't feel a deep connection? And what's something I can do with my time that feels more valuable? Answering these questions will help you move closer to internal fulfillment. When you stop wasting your energy on things that don't actually matter to you, you have the capacity to put all of your energy into things that do. Okay, the next sign it's time for change is when you're not getting the results you hope for. If things are still not transpiring as you had once hoped, Even though you've made multiple attempts at different times to get the outcome you want, 
Well, that's a sign to reassess your vision and your goals. Maybe you're hell-bent on chasing after something you think you should want, but deep down it honestly doesn't resonate. It's totally normal to no longer want what you once did, especially if you've had the same goals for years. It's highly probable you've energetically disconnected from what you once desired. Oftentimes, what we once wanted is no longer relevant the following year. You see, your vision changes. It's normal to be pumped about something one year, and then the following year, you have no desire at all for it. As you change, so does your vision. And that's why it's so important to check in with yourself and your intentions and your goals every year, or even every six months. If you don't aspire to it anymore, well, it's no longer a driving force, right? And that's more likely why you're not seeing results because you've disconnected from what you once wanted. The vision, the map that guides you forward, that tool to create real and lasting change, it's now redundant and that's okay. Just go back and revisit your desires. Explore what it is you truly value and then move forward bringing in that fresh energy. Here's my suggestion. If a goal has been on your list for more than three years, get rid of it. It obviously doesn't mean that much to you. Go back and revisit the things that feel meaningful to you. I have a free resource for you to do just that, which I'll link in the show notes, so you can go ahead and grab it after you've listened to this episode. It's my visioning journal, and it's something I initially created for myself, but it's such a great tool. I love to share it. It's a workbook where you basically brain dump your desires with, well, the purpose is to help you move in the direction that makes you feel most alive. It's an awesome resource, especially if it's time to reassess your direction when you're not seeing the outcome of things you had once hoped for. So make sure you check it out. Moving on to the third sign for today, and this is number eight in the series. It's a sign changes calling when you either wish for the days gone by or you're constantly daydreaming of your future. Could this be you? either escaping the present by dwelling on the past of which you can't revive or you're avoiding the present by constantly dreaming of someday, which may never eventuate, especially if you never take the steps to get you there. Both of these extremes are robbing you of experiencing the present moment, the beautiful opportunities you have available to you right now. You see, the past and the future only exist in your head. You can't change the past. You can't cement the future. Therefore, you need to make a conscious choice to focus instead on living in the present moment, the right here, right now, the only thing that is available to you, to me, and to any other living being. And to do this, to consciously attend to the now and end this going nowhere cycle of bouncing between what was and what's yet to come, you need to have a practice that allows you to pause to redirect your awareness to the here and now. Now, there's a practice I love to do that I'm going to share with you. It's one of the easiest mindfulness activities to connect you back to yourself and the present moment. It's called the six senses activation, and it's best if you do it outside, but you don't have to. Okay, so basically you take a seat, close down your eyes, and start by taking a minute or two to press pause and connect to your breath. Just a moment to focus entirely on yourself, to slow down. And then when you're ready, you can open your eyes 
and bring your awareness to every single one of your senses being activated. Take notice of what you can see. Clouds, ants, grain in the wood fence, a spider weaving its web, anything. And then what can you hear? Often when I sit outside, I hear obviously the birds, but also there's leaf blowers, <laughs> there's the postie, there may be a plane overhead, there's people's shoes crunching on the gravel as they walk past. And I live across the road from a pool, so I often hear the PA announcement. So just notice what you can hear. And then the things you can touch or you can feel. If you were to reach out from your seat and touch something, what would it be? And it may be that you, you know, it's the hot pavement or soil in your garden. And then notice all the smells around you. What can you smell? I often smell eucalyptus, especially after rain. It's one of my favorite smells. You might be able to smell maybe your own body odor. Maybe there's a barbecue cooking next door. I have rosemary in my garden. I can always smell that. So just take notice of all the things you can smell. And then what can you taste? Like, is it the last bits of your morning coffee? Is it the fresh breath mint that you just had not long ago? I can often taste the sweat from my top lip. And then lastly, what do you just know? What's one thing you can sense? Now, you might want to close down your eyes again while you listen to your intuition and just wait for the message to come in. Sit there and wait until you receive your message. I guarantee you, you will feel much more grounded and present after that exercise. It helps to stop the cycle of clinging to how things once were or wondering how things might be by anchoring you back to the life you're living right now, in this moment. Because this is all you have that's guaranteed, this moment right now. It's also a great way to strengthen that connection you have to your intuition, your wise guide on the inside. So try it and let me know how you feel afterwards, yeah? Okay, the next sign that it's time for change is when you feel trapped. Now, there are times in life where you can begin to feel trapped in your situation, like you've been boxed in, feeling a little claustrophobic maybe. And despite what you might think, this is actually a good sign because you are now aware of how you're feeling and that forces you to stop and take notice of what's happening around you. Maybe you feel this way because you're hanging on with white knuckles to your nine-to-five boring-as-batshit office job or staying in a long-term relationship that's clearly seen its best days. Obligations like these can feel heavy and what you really want is to be free from them, but for whatever reason, you continue to carry on, you stay put. Maybe it's because you don't yet know what you want. So take this sign of feeling trapped as an invitation to explore your options, to move some energy, to see what else is out there for you, something that'll feel lighter and more positive. So no doubt you've heard of a bucket list, a list of all the things you want to experience before you die, which is a future-focused list. Well, I want you to write a fuck it list. And yeah, you heard that right. It's the opposite of a bucket list and more potent. 
It's all the things you don't want to do, but it's more focused in the present, which makes it really powerful as it gets you moving away from a shitty situation where you feel trapped. And honestly, sometimes it's just a much easier list to write. Now, to help get you thinking about what you can put on yours, ask yourself, what's a constant irritant or source of misery for me? And I'll share some examples of things I've had on my own list. One of them was not waking up to a screeching alarm and being forced to start work at 9am like every other Tom, Dick and Harry. I much prefer to work a job working in the afternoons, evenings. Another thing was I didn't want to learn French, even though my husband is French and his family and other French people say I should. Nope, I've tried twice now and I don't have the energy for it anymore. And when I was much younger, I had on my list that I didn't want to always be the one paying for a couple's holiday just because my boyfriend was crap with managing his money. I wanted to find a partner who values travel and financial security as much as I did. You can ask yourself, what am I putting up with that I don't have to? You'll find once you itemize what you don't want, ascertaining what you do becomes much easier. So that's my suggestion to get out of feeling obligated and trapped in your situation. Free yourself with a fuck it list. Okay. Now the next sign is a biggie and it's the last sign for this episode. It's when you're becoming a person you don't like. Oof, right? So this is when you find yourself doing and saying things that are not in line with who you are or who you want to become or how you want to lead your life. You may notice that you're struggling with how you handle the challenges that life throws your way, that you are more reactive than ever, that you seem to have turned into a big complaining grump. And perhaps it's the stress from your work or your plate load of commitments. Whatever the cause, when you don't like the person that's being reflected back at you, it's a surefire sign something needs to shift. And what you need is some self-care or what I call soul care. This will help relieve some of your stress, anxiety, overwhelm, all the things that are shaping you into a worse version of yourself. You must set aside dedicated time to listen to yourself and what you need, even if it's just for a few minutes a day. If you only have five minutes, then use those five minutes. This time has to be all about you and what you need in that moment. So small, simple actions that soothe your soul practices which nourish and reignite your well-being. Maybe listening to your favorite album or having an afternoon nana nap. I love taking a hot bath or a quick walk outside. And perhaps for you it's quiet solitude or burning some incense. Maybe it's sweating it out in a sauna. Whatever you decide to do, simple actions like these have been shown to reduce negative energy and have a real positive potent impact on your well-being. When you're feeling out of personal alignment, you aren't making the most of your life and you're robbing the world of your joy and gifts. Your contribution to the world matters. Yes, absolutely. But you can only transmit genuine positive energy if you're in a good place yourself. Self-care or soul care is not aftercare. It's preventative care. So take time to nourish your mind, body and soul by practicing some and become a person you want to like again. 
So that's a wrap on part two of this mini series titled 15 Signs It's Time to Make a Change. We've now covered the first 10 signs. Today's signs to pay attention to is when your life lacks purpose, you're not getting the results you hope for, you either wish for the days gone by or you're constantly daydreaming of your future, you feel trapped, and you're becoming a person you don't like. I'll be back next week with the third and final instalment of this mini-series and the remaining five signs to notice when it's time for change. In the meantime, if there's a sign in this episode which gets you thinking about your own situation, I'd love for you to share that with me. Let me know what's coming up for you. Send me a DM over on the gram. And of course, if you love this episode, make sure you hit that follow subscribe button and go on, leave me a five-star review. (laughs) Thanks as always for tuning in. If you haven't listened to episode six, part one of this series, go there now and check it out. And I'll catch you next week on the next episode of Against the Grain.